Good morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy, and I'm here with my first cup of coffee. <laughs> Heading out for uh, Ryder Coffee this morning, so the first uh, yelling at other drivers today is my neighbor, who just nearly ran into me head on. And didn't seem to know it was me, even though we've like had dinner at each other's houses. He's getting up there. I wonder if he should be driving. Alas. <laughs> he uh, was turning onto our street and really seemed to be struggling getting around that corner. You know how that is. <laughs> and I was just sitting there and he never even looked up. Aha. Uh -huh. Oh, well. Anyway, today is Thursday. October 24th. Today is granddaughter Arrow's actual birthday. Happy birthday, darling Arrow. Uh, it's hard for me to express how much affection I hold. I mean, I know like the, it's a standard thing to love your grandchildren, but um, Arrow is just such a personality such a fireball. I really uh, just enjoy everything about her. If she didn't live in Denver, I would see her more often, but boy, is it a pain in the ass to be up in the city. She makes it worth it, though. And of course, I love seeing my grandson and my stepdaughter and her husband and all of those things. Um, but anyway, I noticed that uh, a lot of writers and creatives are born around this time of year, so I, I'm not sure what that indicates, but Arrow loves to dance. We'll see what she will come up with as she gets a little bit older. So yeah, I'm heading in for writer's coffee this morning. I put in an hour of writing already. Someone had to, it's a double left turn onto the highway here, so somebody else in the other lane had to go zooming past me. Zoom! Fly and be free, young Turks. I don't even, I still don't understand what young Turks comes from. And it's probably so obscure now that nobody cares anymore. It's interesting being part of the Frolic Network now. Oh, and dang, I still don't have my sign-off memorized Oh, well, I'll, I'll get close to it, and uh, you guys won't tell on me if I get it wrong, right? <laughs> I should, like, write it down and stick it on the car dash for commute podcast day. Anyway, it's interesting being part of the network because it's definitely nice having other people to talk about podcasting with. Um, support and friendly community. Okay, and now this person's going very slow, so I'm going to be the one zooming past. Oh, now they're speeding up. They become self-conscious at their slow startup from the light. Uh, anyway, it's part interesting being part of the network because I'm a little bit more conscious of what I say on the podcast here, especially when other people are talking about, like, editing and producing their podcast and everything <laughs> but you know a lot of those people are doing like once a week or once a month or something like that and I'm always like yeah I'm just off the cuff <laughs> recording on my iPhone but everybody's very supportive of that 
so that that's awesome somebody today though told me actually I could say it was Alexandra Houghton who I've known for quite a few years now I'm not quite sure when we first met but um, certainly RT's going back uh, I don't know five six years at least maybe longer and uh, you know she's just such a lovely person I've always enjoyed her She's uh, got a few books out now at this point, and um, I always enjoy her her internet presence as well. We may have become Twitter friends first. That's a, that's entirely likely. But um, anyway, she and I were. Oh, my hood is wanting to pop up. On the Jag, however, it's um, it's reversed so that it opens. The hinge is at the front of the car, and the and it opens towards the windshield, so it won't go flying up. I won't, don't think. They didn't get it quite latched correctly the last time uh, the oil changed, so I've been popping it down a couple times. But it's a funny thing because like you pop down the one side, and the other pops up. So I know how the mechanic did it because it's like you you really need two people. So I'll have to get somebody to help me pop it down. Um, anyway, sorry for that diversion. Totally on brand for first cup of coffee, however. Anyway, Alexandra was DMing with me, and she said that she likes listening to the podcast. She said because it's like having her own writing BFF talking in her ear. And I love that. I really like that because this is how I feel about the podcast. And uh, my friend Grace Draven said something similar. She shared one of the podcasts and in on Facebook, and she said that she um, often makes herself a cup of coffee and sits down to listen to my podcast. And I just think that's really lovely because, I don't know, you know, we, we don't get to live in the same place as each other. But we do get to uh, do these kinds of things. You know, it's amazing that technology lets us do this. Since we don't yet have instant transportation, when are we getting our transporter device? Um, we have to do things like this. The only problem is, is that I don't get the voices back necessarily. But uh, I do think it's funny that Leslie Penelope agrees that we are at times having the asynchronous conversation. Speaking of which, however, I can no longer be friends with her. Sorry, Leslie, but you did not like Good Omens. You said it had nothing fresh and new to say. I mean, I, I, I can't even with you. Um, I think maybe you had to get past more than 20 minutes of the first episode. I'm just going to throw that out there. Uh, I'm just really really disappointed in you I just I know I can't express how disappointed I am but I did find it very interesting that Leslie's husband forced her to go see the Joker so that they could talk about it I was amused by that because we do these things for our spouses right you know we go see things we don't want to see because so that they can talk to us about it um, and, and vice versa um, I, and I love that he thinks anything that's historical in costume dress is Jane Austen. I think that's legit. 
just to call it Jane Austen. <laughs> but uh, yeah, she said that uh, on her podcast, which is um, My Imaginary Friends, also part of the Frolic Podcast Network. How's that? That was a pretty good little plug. Um, she said that he made her go see the Joker and watch like the 1984 Supergirl, which I don't even remember that there was one of those. And I was, you know, like alive and seeing movies then. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't remember that one. I believe it was terrible. The 80s were really good at making some really awful movies. I don't know what that was. It was sort of, well, part of it was because we didn't have Netflix or direct-to-video. So all of these movies actually went to the movie theater and, like, played for a week and then disappeared into the bowels they deserve to be in. But anyway, uh, I thought it was interesting that she found the Joker interesting and that I kind of want to see it because Joaquin Phoenix is always so good, and she said that he was amazing. Um, and she didn't find it as grim as other people did, so I wonder if some of that is expectations going in. But Good Omens, you know, Good Omens is something, you know, Neil Gaiman and Terry Pratchett wrote the book so long ago. I read it, I don't know, I was probably 12, something like that. And, and then it was absolutely unlike anything else. So there could be something to that, that it was, um, you know, like so many things, what felt incredibly fresh at the time has now been worked and reworked. And so, I don't know, Le Leslie said she felt like it didn't have anything new to say about angels and demons on Earth. And I don't know, maybe it doesn't. Um, I think that, you know, the, those concepts have been done a whole lot since then. Um, very thoroughly explored in other ways. But I don't think that that's the point of Good Omens. I think that the point of it is about the friendship. And that is the friendship between Crowley and Aziraphale is something that grows and evolves over the course of the series. And I think you really have to get through at least the third episode before you really start to see what they're doing with that. It's about loving the other. It's about being friends with and understanding someone who is your <laughs> literal polar opposite. Um, so I think it's, yeah, I, Leslie, I mean, I'll, I'll watch Jane Austen with you, but I really feel like you need to at least get through episode three of Good Omens. And then you'll be hooked and you'll watch the rest. It's also, you know, it's also a movie or a book, a story about hopefulness. And that's, I don't know, you know, we don't get that kind of hopefulness. And I love the ending. I love what finally happens with... Um, you know, God's ineffable plan. <laughs> I think that that is just, it's almost like, a, you know, a huge six episode long build up to one really fantastic punchline. So there you have it.
So let's see. As far as me, I'll stop obsessing about whether or not Leslie has decent taste in shows. <laughs> um, let's see. So today is also a month since the Orca Throne released, which is amazing to me also. Uh, where, where has the time gone? I also can't believe it's the end of October. We are doing a cover reveal of The Fate of the Tala on November 5th. I think that's right. If Kareen, my assistant, will be listening. She pinged me yesterday and said, um, asked me if I could get her a rough BCC of the book by Saturday. Because Frolic of the Frolic Podcast Network... <laughs> Yeah, I, you guys, I am such a terrible, um, other people could do this very smoothly, I'm sure. But it's funny that Frolic, the online magazine, is also doing the cover reveal for me. And so I'm, I'm going to have to learn how to, to say this and sound completely serious and not like I'm a satire of somebody plugging <laughs> something. You know, I just... I don't take advertising very seriously, and it always feels like a joke to me. It always feels like um, satire. Oh, and I just figured out I'm going to the coffee shop. I was getting in the lane to turn down a old Santa Fe trail toward the plaza, but I'm not going to the plaza, am I? That's what I get for talking while I'm driving. I'm behind a car that has a decorative New Mexico design and it says Santa Fe stucco and roofing nicely done almost all the houses here are stucco the some people call it Disney Adobe because you know Adobe is really the real Adobe is very thick and made you know it's sort of a mud concrete mixture I mean traditionally mud but people who make real Adobe it's you know sort of a mixture of concrete to, to last better than you know mud but um, houses that look can be made to look adobe by doing like wood framing, insulation, chicken wire, plaster stucco. So there's your little bit of trivia about New Mexico. Who apparently we are on the other side of the wall, according to Trump, uh, said at a rally that the wall was being built along the border between Colorado and New Mexico. So. There have been a lot of jokes in New Mexico over the last uh, day or so about <laughs> how we are now on the other side of the wall. There, oh, there's t-shirts and posters and so forth here that says New Mexico, it's not new and it's not Mexico. So it's, it sort of fits in with the ongoing joke. Anyway, Faith of the Taller cover reveal at Frolic Online Magazine, I believe on November 5th. Kareen wanted the BCC from me Saturday, this Saturday, because they need like a five-day working day lead time. And she messaged me to ask me for that, and I told her no, because November is a month away, and I'm not going, I don't have to do this yet. And she was like, yeah, actually it's eight days away. <laughs> and I, I can't believe it. I can't believe Orchid Throne's been out for a month. I can't believe that it's almost November. And then Kareen also informed me that she has set the release date for December 15th for The Fate of the Tala. 
And I said, I thought I was going to try to get it out in November. And she's like, well, we can always move it up <laughs> if, if you really do finish it sooner. So I don't know what to think about this. You know, my assistant is a traitor. She has no faith in me. She's like, I just don't want you to stress. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, December 15th is sounding better all the time. But so I have to come up with BCC. But fortunately, I am approaching midpoint. Um, I'm a couple thousand words away from midpoint. It's at least where I think midpoint will be. I'm thinking midpoint's going to be somewhere around 46,000 words. And I'm a couple thousand away from it. And it's my perception of myself. We'll see if it pans out. That once I cross midpoint, then I really accelerate. So... I'm there. I'm at. I'm. I'm at the midpoint scene, and so things are going to pivot now. And I think it will start to cascade. I'm still having a hard time getting myself back up to at least three thousand words a day. Uh, that month off, like six weeks off of writing from July 18th to the end of August. And certainly those three weeks in August of not writing anything at all while I was gallivanting around Ireland, uh, boy, that's just really had an impact. I'm not sure I will ever do that again. It's a nice idea, refilling the well and all of that, but oh, there's no parking spaces in my usual lot. Who are these people? Why are they in my parking places? Bastards. All right. I'll have to go around to this other lot. I think there's a lot behind. I just never park in it. We get to go on an adventure. Isn't this fun? Cute boy on the cell phone crossing behind me. I shall not try to run him over because he has nice fashion sense. I like the uh, long black top coat. Elegant. It's a good thing because if he were not dressed stylishly, I would have run him over. Clearly. So, you know, it's, it's been very interesting that breaking that writing habit um, has, it's been very difficult to recover. And I, I would have said that, like, oh, there are parking spaces back here. Look at this. No iconic parking. Huh. All the iconic spots are taken. What are we going to do? Sorry about this. I know it's probably not very interesting at all. Let's see. Real estate parking only. Roxana illuminated perfume only. Where do, oh, here. Iconic coffee roasters. Yay. I think I might have gotten one of the last iconic spots here. All right. I know you're all leaved. So... What were we talking about? Huh. My whole parking flurry has made me lose my train of thought. Oh, I guess I was talking about the BCC and trying to come up with it. Oh, and the writing habit. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm slowly building it up. 
I could show you guys the graph. Maybe I will. So, you know, with each ensuing month, I've gotten more words down. Um, it's not a steady growth from week to week. There's a little bit of up and down there. But the overall trend is up. And I'm sure I will get to that point of writing 3,000 words a day. Some of it is, is that I'm not really writing 1,000 to 1,200 words an hour, which is what I typically do when I'm writing 3,000 words a day. I've been doing like 500, 800 is a good hour. So I think I just need to plug back into that creative flow. Um, but so there you have it, you know, break that habit and you sure do lose it, sadly. So... Yeah, I don't think I'm ever going to take that much time off again because it just, it's so hard to get back. All right, so I'm going to go in and have coffee with my friends, Emily Ma and Trent Zelazny. And I will talk to you all tomorrow. All right, let's, here we go. Uh, Jeffy's first cup of coffee is part of the Frolic Podcast Network. You can find out more about um, the other wonderful Frolic podcasts. You could even listen to Leslie Penelope's or El Penelope's My Imaginary Friends, but just remember that she didn't like Good Omens, so I can't be responsible. Uh, and I'll have the link in the show notes so that you can go look at all the other wonderful podcasts on the network. I'm hoping to start listening to some this weekend. I don't listen to podcasts a whole lot um, during the day because I just don't have time. Uh, but I do like to catch up on the weekends doing housework and so forth. So I'm going to listen to some of them then. All right. I will talk to you all tomorrow. Take care. Bye-bye.